time to play with pain, where sports and inaccuracy collide. Now, here's your host, veteran sportscaster, and the voice of the International Speed Fishing Championships, Jet Waterhouse. Oh, brother! Hello again, everybody. Welcome to the podcast. My guest today, Paul Charchin, a great sports radio guy in a great city, Minneapolis, Minnesota. He's on KFAN. He's got his own fantasy podcast nationwide, Fantasy Football Weekly. It's huge if you're into that. We're going to see what Minnesota thinks about the Aaron Rodgers telenovela. Just a second coming up with Paul. But first... Time for the Waterhouse Update, brought to you by Pentecostco. Save money and your soul at Pentecostco. NBA playoffs. It's the Hunger Games, Paul. Warriors face the Lakers. Losers forced to listen to a Gavin Newsom speech. Nets looking stronger than Medina's spirit on a full syringe of betamethasone. Bucks lurking around like Matthew McConaughey at an Austin Fusion barbecue joint. Clippers praying they don't get ousted faster than that country kid on American Idol who's actually some kind of Nazi or something. Wizards, Celtics <laughs> playing the CBSSports.com. Three things to know could only come up with two things to know. And finally, the Phoenix Suns like Coca-Cola with a weird new flavor. They just keep coming at you. That wrap-up sponsored by Tingles, the potato chip that comes in a can. Shaped like a dildo. What's this <laughs> South American as apple empanadas? Baseball! White Sox hotter than Holly Saunders modeling golf gloves on a club shaft. Braves pitcher Huascar Enoa broke his hand punching the dugout bench. Witnesses admit the bench started it by giving Enoa an ass sliver. Hockey! <laughs> Las Vegas loses its opening game quicker than you lose your kid's college fund at a pie gow table. That item sponsored by Minestrone. The Minestrone without vegetables. <laughs> Soccer! Leicester won England's Fa Cup. As we all know, that comes after the Doe, Ray, and Me Cups. College football! <laughs> Sam Houston State wins the FCS title and has nearly nine hours free time before fall practice begins. And finally, this week in sports history, the year 1915. The place, Chicago, Illinois. Cubs pitcher Zip Zabel enters with two outs in the first and goes 18 and a third innings for the win. (laughs) The second longest relief effort in history behind only Sammy Hagar's stint with Van Halen. (laughs) This Waterhouse Update brought to you by Crab Apples, the fruit that goes perfectly Uh. with PMS. Now, it's talk time. My guest today, he's hands down the best-looking sports radio guy in the entire Upper Midwest. We're talking NFC North shenanigans, fantasy football, and more with the great Paul Charchian. Paul, how are you today? I am good, and I am sponsored by the Fair Catch Training Camps. At the Fair Catch Training Camps, your child will spend his summer learning the advanced techniques of the fair catch from some of some from some of the NFL's all-time greatest chicken shits. These legendary players didn't want to risk the pain and discomfort of a big hit, just like your precious baby. <laughs> sure. And it takes weeks and weeks to learn this. To learn the hand, yeah, the waving right of the there. hand, the nuance. 
Bend at the elbow. Bend at the elbow, for the love of God. Nowadays, uh, this doesn't work anymore. It's got to be this. You're right to hold the camp. We're going to have them on a future uh, Chetcast, too. I like that as a sponsor. Now, uh, did you grow up up there? Where'd you go to school up there? How'd you, uh, what'd you do? Minneapolis, Eden Prairie High School, University of Minnesota. I am I I am baptized in 15,000 uh, lakes across Minnesota. Yes. We've landed 10,000 lakes, but we, you know, the, those of us here know that there's really 15,000. Yeah, we don't that's a lie. We're very, mod- we're very modest people. Here no, typical of Minnesotans, you're hiding 5,000 lakes for yourselves. <laughs> I guarantee you've got ice fishing bait in the garage. Did you play sports in uh, in any uh, any level of school? Uh, I played football um, in fourth grade and eighth grade. They still talk to me around Eden, about me around Eden Prairie. Uh, ran cross country in high school <laughs> and college because of the chicks. I mean, because oh, sure. really cross country is a magnet. <laughs> a- absolutely, absolutely. You know, going to the games and just be. The, Going to these races, the girls would just be lined up along the three-mile-long course. Sure, yeah. Yeah, all 5K just lined with chicks. Sure, shivering in wool overcoats, <laughs> getting yeah. turned on by a 130-pound, six-foot guy. <laughs> Which is exactly what I was, by the way. You nailed it. <laughs> Sponsored by Observesa, the beer that's good for your eyes. What's your greatest athletic moment? Your entire and it could have happened yesterday in a parking lot. I make no judgment. What is absolutely the greatest uh, athletic moment in the history of Paul Charchin? Um. Well, the uh, <laughs> there was uh, there was the time that we had a cross country practice, after, and of course after school, my last hour at Eden Prairie High School, my senior year, was a study hall. So we we snuck off campus went to the Dairy Queen. I decided that I was going to have... Does this get any whiter is what I... No, it it really can't. (laughs) Study Hall, Dairy Queen, Queen. Yes, it's very Minnesota, (laughs) suburban Minnesota. I decided I was going to eat a large banana split blizzard, which I did. And then looking at the clock, I've got like 10 more minutes before I need to be back for for cross-country practice. I decided that first banana split blizzard was so good. I should really have another large banana split blizzard. So now on two large banana split blizzards, we head off to practice and we're going through a grueling series of, of reps. And about halfway through, I tell my coach, um, I don't feel so good. So maybe I need to tap out of this one. He's like, no, you're, you're running it. And so um, one one rep later, I went up to him and said, <laughs> and I threw up all over his feet. Man, oh, man. Who wanted the fair catch sign then? You, That's right. I think. <laughs> That's right. Or he did. <laughs> catch that. Hey, sponsored, incidentally, Paul, that anecdote yes. by Bananas, the banana guaranteed to ripen tomorrow. <laughs> couple of those in your belly might have done the trick. Let's dive right in here. We got a Minnesota boy. We got tremendous drama in the NFC North. What do Vikings fans think about this whole Aaron Rodgers telenovela that's going on? Should be on a Spanish station. It's crazy how much drama there is. Do, do, what do Vikings fans think of this? After years of, in essence, getting pummeled by and large by Packer quarterbacks from Brett Favre to Aaron Rodgers, what are you thinking? God, do we love this. 
this is the best thing that's ever happened to us. And it's not even happening to us because for once after waiting 29 stinking years for some quarterback to have to play for, for the Packers, who's not bound for the hall of fame, we are reveling in, in all of the trouble that, that the Packers are going through with this. And it just so happens by coincidence, I was at ground zero of this whole story. You probably don't know this Chet. I don't. Here's what here's how this whole thing unwound. You will remember the whole story broke the day of the draft. Yes. I am I am working on KFA and that morning and our host is the play the co-host of my show is the is the play-by-play voice of the Vikings named Paul Allen. Paul announces on the air that he has multiple sources that have told him that the 49ers have made a play to get Aaron Rodgers and that Aaron Rodgers wants it to, wants it to happen. And he tells me at this time off air that Adam Schefter has validated the report. And this is at about nine o'clock in the morning on, Whoa. on draft day, three hours later, Schefter's running with the story. Yeah. Schefter's and God. It, yep. Schefter's got it. And it all started out of our, our little studio in Minneapolis. And that started the whole thing going, baby. And wow. it's I would, delicious. Uh, yeah. I would blow, uh, uh, to, uh, Banana splits, even if I hadn't eaten them, <laughs> just hearing that news, if I were a Vikings fan. Sponsored, yes. incidentally, by anti-fajitas, the zesty, disorganized fajitas. So so you guys are – you put it great. It uh, This is the greatest thing that's ever happened to you without it actually ever happening to you. That's, that's right. a brilliant way to put it for Vikings fans and incredibly Lutheran. So you're excited. <laughs> you have the correct amount of faith – in Blake Bortles, so things are looking up. <laughs> that's, that's exactly right. They, He's not going to have his breakout Hall of Fame season. Break, uh, no, Blake, Blake Bortles. Bortles is. Yeah, I don't. I don't think that year twelve <laughs> is going to be his breakout season. And um, I, you know, and the best part of uh, the best part of this whole thing as a Viking fan is I, I've gotten to brush up on my German and specifically the word Schadenfreude. 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 Yes. Oh, God, are we reveling in our shot Friday here? You know, keep in mind in in those 29 years in which the Packers have had basically two quarterbacks, the Vikings have had 163 (laughs) quarterbacks, including guys who didn't know what direction to take the hike. So, yeah, you know, we we got quarterbacks trying center sneaks. And yeah, it's been uh, it's been it's been brutal having to watch the Packers every year. Yeah. The Packer fans get all, all haughty chat about how the bears are really their big rival, not the Vikings, but we all know that's, that's not true. Yeah. That's BS last few years, especially last 20 years or so. So speaking of the bears, what do the Vikings fans think of the bears, Justin Fields draft pick, if they think anything of it, I mean, it's like the whole division is, is, is flip. It's like one of those face-off movies or something where there's a lightning strike <laughs> and then suddenly the Packers have the Bears personality and the Bears have the Packers personality <laughs> and the Vikings are just sitting there thinking, if you guys could just suck for another six months, <laughs> we could sneak through this baby. Uh, it's the Freaky Friday of yes, the NFC yes. North is what it is. And, um, you know, we've always, as bad as our quarterbacking has traditionally been in Minnesota, we always had one team that we could point and laugh at. That's the Bears. And now they appear to have made a brilliant move getting a quarterback who inexplicably slid for about, you know, eight extra picks in the first round and never yeah. should have. And we're, we, we don't like this. I mean, we, we want to go back to, we want to go back to the old days where, you know, the pack, the Bears went 
our entire lifetime without good sure. quarterbacking. Can we get yeah, back to absolutely. it? Absolutely. Yeah. When, when you can uh, tick off Rex Grossman in your top three Bears quarterbacks, <laughs> you're in trouble. Sponsored, incidentally, by Advocats. Finally, cats who will fight for you. Now, before we go on, I did see a woman and a dog sneak down your stairs earlier. I'm yes. guessing you know who they are or have they broken in to steal dog food? <laughs> that that is that is my wife and two dogs we have two rescues and and let me just tell listeners it sounds all noble and everything to get these rescues but you don't know what you're getting and no. i got i got one rescue that basically is just a whiny bitch all day long yeah. and just complains all the time and another one that wants to kill 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 yeah it, you got the it's like adopting russian twins from a <laughs> from a mosque <laughs> oh man all right well listen is this the year do you think honestly that the vikings can sneak past this kardashian level drama in green bay and the andy dalton led bears and take the division you got cousins he's sort of hot and cold but yeah. that's been good enough to be extremely competitive and then you got kellen mond behind him who kind of nobody said Two, two, you know, two craps about during the draft. This is a top quality SEC QB who's got mobility. So you've got something working there. Maybe your own quarterback controversy. Uh, but but is yeah. this the year? You, you still got a great D and a killer running back. Great running back in Dalvin Cook. So you know, as long as Aaron Rodgers is there, the Packers are the favorites, but. I don't know that Aaron Rodgers is going to be there. You know, we know yeah. he, he would, you know, all things, all things being even, he'd rather be hosting Jeopardy. So yeah, sure. I, I, you know, if, if Aaron Rodgers is going to be there, sure. It's the Packers. If he's not, then I'll take the Vikings over the bears or the Packers without Aaron Rodgers. Look at, look at how bad the Packers are in these brief stints when they've been without Aaron Rodgers, like a bottom yeah. five team. So yeah. And I don't trust Jordan love at all. Or else if Jordan love were any good, I think they'd already have moved yeah. on from Arizona. No, no, they, they, yes, exactly. And I truly believe, if I'm not mistaken, I don't get many tips, Paul. Unlike you guys over there at KFAN, you're getting tips, you're getting the gossip, you're getting the inside dope from Adam Schefter. But I have heard that the Packers have offered Don Mikowski another contract. Sponsored <laughs> by Exasperilla, the soda that tests your patience. What the hell is up? With this Thanos-level fantasy sports football that you're playing, you're at a whole nova level. You're doing this at an incredible – you got your own podcast. You got this thing called Guillotine Leagues, which I I had to look it up, so I'll read it uh, so that (laughs) my listeners and I attempt to under – each week the lowest-scoring team is eliminated from the league – and then when a team's eliminated, their entire roster tossed back into the free agent pool for the waiver wire. And at the end of the season, the last team remaining is the champion. Is that pretty much the guillotine league? Yeah, you hit you hit the format. And the, the beauty of it is every week could be your last week. So you're always on pins and needles. And when Chet gets knocked out, all these players go to the waiver wire. So everybody else gets to feast on a whole roster's worth of great players. And that means by the midway point of the season, everybody's got these really, really good teams if you're still alive. And by the end of the year, when there's only a few teams left, they're just crazy powerhouse teams. Super fun. 
That's guillotineleagues.com, sponsored by Baby's First Fire. Everything for your toddler's first fire in one box. Matches, kindling, and a juice box of accelerant. Baby's First Fire, $29.99 at Walgreens and Stride Right. Wow, you got to get that. The kids love the fire, you know? They just do. yeah. And I noticed, I don't believe you have any kids around. (laughs) Uh, No, the dogs. (laughs) Just the the dogs. Dog fire. That's a whole different Dog fire. Oh, I like it. If our (laughs) dogs could, they would. If they could burn the house down, they'd do it. Coming next from Kids First Fire, dog fire. Uh, so <laughs> from the makers of Baby's First Fire, Baby's dog First fire. fire, dog fire. So now, how did you get into fantasy? What drew you to fantasy? Were you just well, a football fan, and then you were in huge debt, and you said, "I've got to claw my way out." <laughs> um, yeah, the, you know, I started playing in fantasy in the late uh, late eighties, early nineties, and loved wow. it. And then uh, came out of came out of school with one of those useless degrees chat that you know about journalism degree, right? Yeah, Grueling, no. four year degree. Let me tell you, I know, yeah, it was it was sure. studying every night till two in the morning. And I never thought I'd actually use my journalism degree, but then started a fantasy football magazine before anybody else was doing fantasy football magazines. And wow. then that turned into a website. And the next thing you know, it's twenty five years later, and I'm still I'm still in the fantasy fantasy football industry. And your own, uh, your own sort of gu- guillotine leagues. To, I should say guillotine. So no, you had it right. It's, sh- it's, it's, it's a guillotine. guillotine. Yeah. Oh, damn it. You had damn it, right. it. I had it right. The fr- Gary will let it out all the guillotines <laughs> and just drop in guillotines. I'll, I'll throw some wild guillotines at the end of this. Can you do That's an audio it. search and replace? You know, you can like search and replace in Microsoft Word or Excel. Can you do an audio version of that? That's the name of my Seattle power band is Wild Guillotines. Uh, <laughs> so this is your website. Guys, come on to play. I, I, I'm, by guys, I mean men and women. Fantasy yes. football. Fantasy football. How many leagues do you have? How does this work? How does somebody get involved? How, well, uh, yeah. yeah, you start the season with 18 people, one team for every week of the season, which is now an 18-week season. And so we cut one every single week. But you, if you know 17 other people that want to play, then you can use guillotineleagues.com to oh. – to, uh, we'll just run your league for you. And everybody just goes to our site, and it just runs the league for you. And you, we do that. We handle all the drafts and everything else. Wow. But if you don't know 17 other people who want to play, we matchmake to help you find other people that want to play the way you want to play. So for whatever prize level you want to play for – that's what we do at guillotineleagues.com. Yeah, that's the kind of matchmaking I need. I got to start simple with that and then move on to trying to get dates. So, <laughs> so, so you have been playing fantasy for literally 30 years. Yes. What, what, what is the appeal for, for people who aren't into fantasy? What, draw, what draws you to fantasy? Is it the ability to sort of control your own team? Is it the camaraderie you develop? Is it, is it the dough? Cause you can win prize dough, right? Yeah, you can win, you win money, but most people don't play it for the money. At least not much for the money. You can play it for that, but mostly it's about playing with your friends and then beating your friends because half of the fun of beating the competition is making it your friends. And then you get to throw it in their face for the entire off season. And you always want who, who doesn't want to be the smartest person out of 18 people. We all want to be the smartest person. And that's that's part of the fun of it. You get to, you mentioned you get to control your own roster. If I don't want any stinking Packers on my roster, I don't have to draft any and you can't make me. 
So sure. that's until that's, Aaron Rodgers becomes available. Yeah. Then suddenly I'm interested. <laughs> it's funny how quickly you will drop your rivalries when you need right. fantasy points, because at the end of the day, you want to win your damn fantasy league. Yeah. And just shove that grapefruit in your buddy's faces for eight months. Sponsored, mm-hmm. incidentally, by Holland Oats. Oats from Holland. Advice for a beginner joining a fantasy football league for the first time. Should they be prepared to lose or do you need to think super confidently? Is there a roster trick for a beginner that's going to keep him hanging in there deeper into the playoffs his first year out as a rookie? You're probably going to lose and just enjoy the ride and have fun with it. But the one thing you can do to better prepare you know, you have a draft at the beginning of the year where everybody takes turns drafting players that you're going to hold for most of the time, the rest of the season. So that draft's really, really important. The best thing that a new person to fantasy can do is do a mock draft before the real draft. And there, all the big fantasy sites yeah. have got mock drafts that you can run so you can practice drafting before the real draft. Right, That's right. the way to go. It's a little bit like sitting down at a poker table, never having played poker before. Yeah. Well, you might want to practice a little bit before you sit down at the poker table, at least have some concept of what you're doing. It's That's- like an open mic night for fantasy footballers. Get oh. your sea legs under you for a couple of shots at it before you get going. That's great advice. Sorry. Speaking, couple- of, speaking of which, one of the, you know, the big trend in fantasy leagues now is penalties for losers. So the winner gets all the dough. But what happens to the worst team? One of the best worst team penalties I've ever heard, Chet. You have to go perform an open mic night with the script written by the rest of your fantasy league. <laughs> Verbatim. Oh, man. Yes. That is, um, That's that is, brutal. How brutal would that be? And you yeah. know they're not setting you up for success in that Even uh, the impractical joker said, oh, that's too mean. Uh, what's the worst uh booby prize you ever heard of in one of these fantasy leagues yeah the uh the worst one that that i that i know of other than you know the one that we discussed earlier open night mic night which would terrify me there's a league in washington dc where the winner gets to send the loser of the league to the location of the winner's choice for the super bowl and a couple of places where they've been sent. It has to be in the continental U.S. Oh, and, you know, initially that doesn't sound bad because you're thinking, well, okay, so they send me to a small town or something. They probably still have reception. Where have they sent these guys? How about Devil's Tower in Wyoming for the Super Bowl? <laughs> and the northernmost point in the continental U.S. is International Falls, Minnesota. <laughs> sure. In early February. And in, uh, yeah. the year that the guy got sent up there, it was negative 10 for the Super Bowl, wow. and he's freezing, doesn't know anybody, and you're in International Falls, Minnesota. Sponsored by Incognito. You'd never guess we're plumbers. All right, quick uh, question. NHL, you got the wild up there with yes. a big win over Vegas uh, uh, this weekend. That's a huge win for them. Uh, uh, they, 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 they could be trouble the wild. The Wild have been the most mundane, boring hockey team since the the start of their existence 20 years ago. And they finally have caught lightning in a bottle because they've got the rookie of the year and a couple other really good players and a hot goaltender. And all of a sudden, we've got a team worth watching. We're not used to that here. We are are the state of hockey. You grow up with putting your skates on before you put your shoes on. But our our professional hockey team has been garbage. 
Now yeah. we have a good team and everybody's electrified here. The only major sports team, incidentally, named after a Johnny Carson adjective. <laughs> that is wild. That is wild. Sponsored by AutoZone. Find out what you ought to do from the know-it-alls <laughs> at AutoZone. Now, I understand you may have a pop quiz for me, Paul Charchin of KFAN and Fantasy Football fame. If that's the case, we haven't done one of these in a long time, so this is very exciting. Gary, do we have a theme song for the pop quiz? Boom, paddle, pop, 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 quiz. See, no expense. <laughs> Very good. Ball. Very good. That's uh, the kind of production you're not going to get at KFAN. Oh, God, no. <laughs> Many wholly unqualified people are vying to take over hosting Jeopardy. Even athletes are. My understanding is that you, Chet, were politely rebuffed in your efforts to get the job, but the producers have recommended that you test to become a contestant on Jeopardy. So we'll consider this a warm-up sponsored by the Tater Rotator. Never again will you suffer the pain and indignity of a baked potato-induced carpal tunnel injury. The Tater Rotator spins Idaho's finest at a perfectly tuned 17 RPM on your grill for an evenly cooked potato, sure to please your family's most picky Arco-Vegan. Wow, I'm getting me one of those because I have trouble with both rotator cuffs. It might be age. I pulled my left rotator cuff uh, rubbing ointment on my right rotator (laughs) cuff. So there's some trouble there, Paul. And incidentally, yes, it's true. uh, I did uh, apply uh, for the Jeopardy job, but uh, uh, there's a legal thing. I didn't know where it was taped uh, down there in Culver City. I'm not allowed in Culver City. Let's just leave it at that. All right, but the contestant, I could sneak in. Let's fire me up. Here we go. Here we go. Let's see if I can't win one of these. Question number one. This week, Todd Rundgren was elected to the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. What was his highest charting song? (laughs) We come together for a long, long time. Whatever that is. I can't remember the title, but that one. That you one, um, I think if you're singing Hello, It's Me, yes, that would hello, be correct. Yes. yes. Hitting number five on the Billboard charts. It was it was something of a bait question because I, I, I thought that, Chet, you might go with Bang on the Drum All Day, which yeah. is a Lambeau Field favorite every yeah. time a Packers scores a touchdown. Um, I By the way, I learned this week a little Todd Rundgren trivia for you. This is true. He raised Steven Tyler's daughter, Liv Tyler. Wow. The, you know, the actress, uh, Lord of the Rings, yeah. who was originally named Liv, Liv Rundgren because Liv was conceived while her mother was dating Rundgren but banging Steven Tyler. And there was a few years of confusion as to who was really the father. And it turned out to be Steven Tyler, but Todd Rundgren raised her as his own. You're not going to get that kind of excitement out of Sia. Nothing's happening in music anymore. That's rock and roll right there. All right, I'm 1-0. I don't care what anybody says. Absolutely. All right, check question number two. Spell chlamydia. Ah, C-H-L-A-M-Y-D-I-A. Ding, ding, ding. Very nicely done. Now, the only people who know how to spell chlamydia are people people who have a reason to know how to spell chlamydia. And maybe, Chad, we it's best. Well, if you've ever that. had a uh, 12 inch Q tip uh, jammed up your weenie, uh, <laughs> you remember the name of the disease because you never <laughs> want it again. 
I've got one right now, but that's just by option, not uh, by choice. I hope it doesn't have anything to do with that dog that wandered in. (laughs) Question number three. 2-0, I've already won the team. Very impressive. Sweep the series. What is the most yards lost on a single play in Packers history? (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Most yards lost on a single play in Packers history. I'm going to go with 72 yards. I don't know why. I don't know why. I just got a feeling there's a bad punt. That's a big loss. (laughs) Bad bad place kicking. And then the guy went from field goal to punting and it skidded off. And I don't know. I'm taking a shot at that. Uh, 18 yards, 1998, Brett Favre sacked by two guys at once, which is hard to do when you're 18 yards behind the line of scrimmage. Yeah. Uh, Rob Fredrickson and Robert Porsche. I'm sure you remember the play vividly. 18 yards, (laughs) biggest loss. I I just wanted to be able to talk about bad things happening to the Packers. Well, I'm two and one, but I certainly wish right now. What are those guys' names? Robert Ferguson and what? Robert Fredrickson and, and Robert Porsche. Yeah, where are they now when we need him to chase Favre down in that stupid <laughs> podcast he's doing and just stick a fork in him and a cork right in the mouth? Anyway, wow, two and one, that's a win for me, sponsored, incidentally, by Throwbacks, the e-cigarette you light with a match. My guest today, <laughs> Twin City Sports Radio guy and mad scientist of fantasy football, Paul Charchin. Follow Paul on Twitter at Paul Charchian, that's C-H-A-R-C-H-I-A-N, remarkably similar to chlamydia. That's at Paul (laughs) Charchian. Paul, tell them where to find the other cool stuff, the fantasy football, all that stuff. Where do they go? Um, uh, GuillotineLeagues.com. If you got intrigued by the Guillotine Leagues, uh, you can follow my podcast, uh, Fantasy Football Weekly. And I also have a video game podcast called Video Games Weekly. Because apparently I I don't have very, uh, it's you know, there's... You know, not a lot of creativity. Video games weekly, fantasy football weekly. I'm surprised your wife was even home. I know that I even have one. (laughs) Yes. Thank you, Paul. Thanks for coming on. Bye, Chet. Follow me on Twitter at Chet Waterhouse and my comedian buddy at Real Jeff Cesario. His album, What Was I Thinking? Streaming everywhere. Tonight, this comes out on Wednesdays, folks. Tonight, Wednesday night, I'm calling... The Warriors-Lakers game on the Hot Mic app with my buddy Adam Felber. So just get the Hot Mic app and you follow Waterhouse or Felber and pow, you're in. It's so much more fun to watch a game like that and listen to us so you don't have to listen to the boring network guys. Sponsored, incidentally, by the Thunder Burps, the Air Force belching team. (laughs) This is Chet Waterhouse reminding you to play with pain.